What's up, everybody? I'm UFC President Dana White. Hey, what's up? It's your boy, Shigo Shot Evans. I am Fielder. This is Jimmy Manuel. Yo, baby, this is Burt Watson. That means it's time to roll, baby. We rolling! Yeah! All night long. Hi, I'm Michael Morgan, and welcome to this week's episode of The Worldcast. Joining me, as ever, the... Voice of Chocolate Velvet. You're damn right, baby. My Diggy. <laughs> What's going on? I'm all right, actually. Now, I have to say, I'm all right now. Yeah. I don't know about you. I, don't, I wasn't going to go into this, but I feel like it's, it's only right that I go into this go right on, now. Break it down, man. We've gone nowhere in 200 years. <laughs> We've gone nowhere in <laughs> 200 years. Why'd you say this that? Isn't, this isn't from a public enemy track or from a flipping ice cube track. Mm. This is from the fact that I went to the dentist about two weeks ago, yeah? yeah? Now, I have to say, going to the dentist now is no different to going to the dentist in medieval days. They yeah. are still using pliers, my sticky yeah, on your yeah. teeth. I don't, I'll be honest, I don't really go to the dentist because the first time I went dentist, I noticed that the guy was scratching up the back of my teeth. <laughs> you know when he's at the back, they're scratching yeah. up. I was like, bruv, yeah. what, what's going on? And uh, I said to him, I don't have no feelings there. Mm. I don't know, something made me say that. And then he stopped scratching it, yeah? And then I noticed people saying, oh, I've come back from the dentist and my, you know, my tooth's hurting. Yeah. And then they have to go back for a filling. You know, they, they make money. They are making the work for themselves. Yeah. And that is just the thing. I have to say, I was kind of like, hold on a minute. Is this woman going to put her knee in my chest is in she a second? Really because she was basically, she's taking a pair of pliers. This is what it looked like. It's a Black and & Decker drill. Tell the and, truth, and man. No, you know what? It was near enough. It was this of some medieval shit, man. She was pulling on my teeth. And the way that I look at it is this. Come on, we're in 2017 now. Are you telling me that these utensils, are you telling me that these, these, these apparatus that they use, nothing has changed in the last 200 years? Anyway, ran over. Hell no. This week, I have to say, uh, after a, 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 a Spartan review by myself, I'm going to leave the kind of like review reins over to you because Beer 52, our sponsors, mm -hmm. are just dishing out crates left, right and centre, which leads me on to, first of all, just to mention that we are setting a competition this week. We are basically looking, first of all, for you to follow Beer 52, secondly, to follow Woe TV. But this week's competition will basically put you in a position where you can win a crate, a free crate, 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 crate of beer 52. Don't worry, the beer doesn't do that. That's the dentist that did that to him. <laughs> you know something? I had a sip of beer 52 goodness before I came on this podcast and it's obviously taking effect. <laughs> but the competition this week, basically follow WoTV, follow beer 52 on Twitter and it is very, very simple. After doing those two things, just drop us a nice review on iTunes. Mm. We'll just pick one at random, and there will be a winner, obviously, of some delicious Bear 52 goodness. Speaking of goodness, I have to say, we've, kept him, we've kept him waiting long enough, because this guy who is our guest this week, Galore Bafando, I actually uh, saw him on his debut at UCMMA several years back. And he was fighting a guy called Satan. And Satan got dropped that night. Unfortunately, it ended in a DQ, but Satan got dropped. Ladies and gentlemen, join us in welcoming the one, the only, Galore Bafando. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> We're gonna have to get some effects, house. some special effects up in here because you do deserve a round of applause. I have to say, it's been a long journey for you. 
right now you are sitting as one of the new signees to the UFC. I mean, first off, you know, let's just take things back a sec. Let's just take things back a level before we're even talking about, you know, um, the days of UFC, which you are now going to be enjoying. Mm-hmm. I want to just take you back, way back before even UCMMA, just so that, you know, the uninitiated can get to know you a little bit better because things weren't always bright for you. I know growing up, just like most people, you know, your background, your life was full of turmoil. Now, was it that that actually led you to mixed martial arts or to martial arts in general? I mean, what was your introduction to martial arts? If I could be honest, um, it's something that was with me since a child. I don't remember my life not being able to throw a kick, a punch, or to do backflips. So um, I've always been um, into this, I guess from movies. So growing up in Africa, watching all the movies, and just imitating. So yeah, so I've I've always had a love of it. And uh, as I grew up, I finally decided to find a class, or a kickboxing school, and I decided to join in. And that was it. And it being, they started kickboxing as uh, Mogendo. Yeah, Mogendo. I said that right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, you don't see it that often. Um, watching your style, you know, when I, I was asking somebody like, where do you, what do you think this guy's base is? Where do you think he's come from? <laughs> People, there's often like Taekwondo, Taekwondo. <laughs> then there's um, Kung Fu, mm-hmm. um, and obviously karate as well. But you, so Mogendo is like t- none of these, is right? Is it, or does it incorporate all of these? Or what, how does it none work? None of this and it's all of this. Mogendo just means the unlimited way. Mm. So basically we're unlimited. But um, I, don't, I, I don't know with other coaches, with my coaches, you know, everything had to be done with finesse, with art. So, uh, I mean, speaking of your coaches, uh, you know, when you actually started out, what was it that actually led you to Lions Den Gym? Because uh, that's where I first um, actually became acquainted with you. Um, was it the fact that you were school friends with Khalid, the owner? I mean, what, what was the kind of introduction there? Um, we both had the um, same kickboxing teacher, but he, uh, Khalid was based somewhere else and I was based somewhere else. So eventually I moved houses and I realized that I just my house was next to Khalid's new gym. So it was like, what a coincidence. So I popped over to the gym. I didn't know that was Kali's gym. I popped over to the gym and it's because I heard it was a kickboxing class there. And I went up there and I saw the, the teacher. I was like, you? <laughs> and it was like, you? <laughs> and that's it. So then that's where, that's how LDG began for me anyway. And so that was your sort of intro into mixed martial arts, yeah? No, that was first kickboxing only. Ah. So I was still doing kickboxing for a while and all that. And then the mixed martial arts came. And how did that come about then, when it, when it was like MMA? Were you watching already or? Not at all, it was just so random. It was like, um, we're gonna try something different. Uh, apparently there's a space at UCMMA, so and so and so. I was like, okay, we'll give it a try then. And I just jumped in there, about one month of MMA training and just went in. A lot of people have spoken about that you had this reputation on the street, that you weren't somebody that you messed with, you weren't somebody that you kind of approached, your reputation kind of preceded you. You were the guy that you kind of like avoided. You didn't actually kind of mess with Galore Bufundo. Okay, yes. Yeah. I mean, me, I've, I've always been a, everybody will tell you who knows me, I've always been a nice guy. That, that, that's fine, it's just that, um, you know, just like everybody else, you know, if he, if he ever came down to it, long time ago 
I would I wasn't I wasn't the type of person who would back down. That's just what what it was. So. So basically, you beat up a lot of people. <laughs> no, and then no, 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 no. You had no, the reputation. I mean, because coming from a martial arts background, obviously, if people would have tested you, you were ready for yeah, them. Yeah, but I, I, I wasn't really going out there, getting into street fight, you know, lots nah. of street fights or anything like that. But I, I know, because I know people like around the area. and people knew me, I used to train. Yeah. So they knew that I used to train all the time and they used to watch me do my training in the park. Yeah, okay. Things like that. So maybe that was the reason why they the, um, yeah, they're sure. They're yeah. like, okay, yeah, this yeah. guy could probably whoop your ass. Like, yeah. look how them kicks <laughs> look from, like punches. It's, it's like nobody knows me without me training. So I've all everybody that knows me. I've always been training, training, mm. training. So they'll be playing football. I'll be in the corner practicing, practicing, practicing. So that's, that's yeah. So it wasn't like you were the Debo of no, the neighborhood no, no, with the pigeons and all not, that. Man. I, w- I was the type of the type of guy, you know, who, go, who goes around, even in school goes around, you know. Protect the protect the vulnerable ones and and things like that, you know. Again, watching movies, always wanted to be the superhero, Mr. <laughs> Helper. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. So talk to us about like um, the mindset you've got in terms of. So you've done like nearly is it over twenty years of um, yeah your style of kickboxing, right? Uh-huh. Again though, and then so when you 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 had like a month or whatever to train for MMA, what was like the, the sort of you know the transit when you had to transition from that to that what what was the biggest sort of um wall that you had to climb there wasn't any wall it was like oh freedom because i'm you know um for my body for my mind it was freedom because then I've, i felt like i can do more things now i can do a backflip if i wanted to i could put my hands on the floor and do a kick if i wanted to and nobody you know will penalize me for that so it was like freedom for me so that's why I thought. Let me give it a try. Yeah, I thought so because I noticed that in, in the fights as well. Like you, you seem to be having a lot more fun than you would in terms of when you're having a kickboxing yes, match. It's, yes, it's you're, a you're lo- more limited. Yeah. So I can I can express myself. For me, the less the less the rules, the better it is for me. Better it's for you. For some reason. <laughs> and yeah. so, in terms of the whole grappling side of things, is there a lot of that involved in Magendo as well? Um, yes, we do have throws, sweeps, but they're very instantaneous, like as counters and things like that. Yeah, we do have them. We do have them. Yeah. But it's not it's not like jujitsu or anything like that or wrestling. But we do have you know takedowns and throws. I mean, just on the actual style that you actually display, what I noticed um, was that it was a very good way of actually luring people into a false sense of confidence that you had your guard literally open, guard down. I mean, is that all part of the style, or have you added that sort of flourish to it? No, 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 no. Um, it is actually a style, you know. Um, if you want to catch a mouse, you have to put the cheese there, right? <laughs> That's exactly Buzz. what it is. You know, you, you put the cheese there and the mouse comes and gets it and they get clapped. That's what it is. And you, so, you know, like um, like you're saying, you put the cheese there for the mouse. So you're throwing different sort of kicks and, and some, you know, you might throw a jab out there to try and lure people in. Are you thinking about this whilst you're doing it, or is it all like, uh, you know, I saw that knockout you got where it was like a spinning heel kick into a straight right or something like that. Were you thinking about that beforehand? Like, okay, (laughs) this is what I want to do, or does it just flow? There are things my body does in a fight that I can't even replicate in training, so I don't know. I mean, just on your actual record and, you know, what you've been doing in the cage, 
I was basically at the same event where the DQs actually happened. Yeah, and it's yeah. in my mind, and I'm not just blowing smoke up your buttocks. I think, personally, looking at it, it was a legitimate, it was it was a legit- a legitimate yes, mistake. Yes. And it was heartfelt. You could see that you were remorseful after it. It wasn't as though you went in intentionally. Just talk us through, because that was what I saw cage side. What were you actually going through? Because legitimately, you could say you've got an unbeaten record. Yes. Your two losses were DQs because of what actually happened in the cage. Just talk us through those two DQs. Okay, my first DQ against um, Satan. (laughs) That's so hilarious, you knocked out Satan. Oh yes, my first DQ. Um, I was very, very new to the game. As I mentioned before, only one month of training. So, um, it was just a spur of the moment. It wasn't like, sorry, it wasn't like you know, me trying to hurt him while he was down. We were both getting up and throwing combination and my natural instinct just kicked in, my leg lifted and they connected. So, uh, but my second DQ now, I think that wasn't even a DQ because, um, you know, I've, I've watched the video, we replayed it, we've paused it and we've seen the knee was actually up a few inches off the floor. So I actually kind of timed it. I thought as it was getting up and I hit him and I thought, yeah, I've got it. But they said it was a disqualification. So. That one, I don't think that was a disqualification. I still don't believe that one was a disqualification. Did you or your management have to provide part of the narrative which enabled you to go into the UFC based on those two disqualifications? What I'm talking about is this. Looking at your record, you'd think, this guy shouldn't be in the UFC. He's got two DQs on his record. Did you or your management have to explain what actually happened just from your perspective? Or was there no explanation? You basically were just in because you were on their radar anyway. We've, I, I really don't like to get into um, that side of things. That's why you have people to deal with it for you. Me, the coach said, you're ready, we're taking this fight. They call you in just like a soldier. You turn up with your gloves, you just with your stuff, and you get to work. That's my part, because if right now, UFC record or no UFC, I'm UFC contract or no UFC, if the coach said, we're pulling you out of this fight because you're not ready, I would just have to say, okay. That's how much trust I have in them. So on that part, I got nothing to do with it. So, so I don't know. That makes sense. Can you can you talk about, because um, you took quite a bit of time off um, in between fights, right? Um, you went back to K1 for a while, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. What was the reason for that? Um, there was a, a championship came up. Um, I kind of thought, you know what, since, since opponents kept on pulling out for my fights, so I thought, there's no one there, I'm going to get rusty, so let me get into this K1. Plus, we had good caliber fighters that were taking place. If you remember the tournament, Pierre Irving, Reese Royal, you know, good names, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. good names in England. So I thought, yeah, give me a chance to test myself and to stay sharp until the MMA fight comes. So yeah, so then after that, the fight didn't show up. Things kind of went down, took a few steps back and then bounced back again. So it's, it was just a case of mainly to do with opponents backing away and you're like, yes, okay, let yes, me, yes. I need to keep sharp, so let me do this. Yes, yes. And did it work out that way then? Did you feel like, yeah, it, it, it kept you sharp and ready for the comeback? It, or It did, but what I would say did me better for my body was the break. Because um, mm. when I came back to training, I didn't break like people break and don't do nothing. Obviously, I was training, you know, still training, like as if I'm fighting. So. Okay. My body got chance to become even stronger than it was before. Stronger, faster, now I'm more wiser. So it actually did me a favor. Mm. Actually right. did me a lot of favor. 
Okay, so we're we're sitting in um, London Street Fighters right now. Yep. Um, how long have you been here now? Uh, I'm really bad with time. Probably about four, 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 three years or something like that. So but it feels like forever, though. Yeah, you see, from the transition from London, uh, sorry, from uh, Lions Den gym, was that kind of an amicable, amicable uh, transition? Because I know that there is obviously this reputation that you have everything here within Lions Den gym. There's no need for you to go anywhere else. Was mm -hmm. there sort of like an amicable? see you later or was that kind of like a, a point of contention because you were actually moving gyms no 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 i mean um it was just my decision because i believe i really believe that uh perfection is never found in one place this is why certain fruits are found in different countries you want to taste that you have to take a flight and a tree that stretches its roots the furthest becomes the most healthiest and i think martial artists should be that way you know don't be in one place you know, go, train, mix up with other people. I came down here and um, I had some good sparring. Um, that was very, very good for me. And I decided, you know what, I want a bit more of that. And um, since then, just carried on. Yeah, we, we've heard about this, uh, This um, what would you call it? This sparring session you had with uh, MVP. Like, firstly, I wanted to ask, was he anything to do with why you decided to come here? Being that, you know, a lot of people say your styles are similar, even though they're not really. But was that anything, did you feel like, okay, he's doing pretty well here and um, so maybe it could work out for me or? Um, I, I follow my instincts really, mm. you know. I can walk into the place and my, my you could call it spider senses or my radars will just <laughs> fire up and I'll be like, I like this place or I don't. Simple as it doesn't matter, you know, whether, whether there's gold diamond in there. If it doesn't feel right for me, I'm walking out. You know, I came down here it just felt good. It felt good. So I thought, you know, I had choice to either go to this one or to the one in um, East London, which I live closer to. But I thought, no, 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 no. I like, I like how, we, how it feels here. So, yeah. I have to say, my Christmas came earlier today, having seen, after waiting for so long, you and Michael Benham Page going at it in the spa. And I have to say, that was some video game shit <laughs> right there. Now, it's a shame that none of that was actually captured on camera because I thought out of respect, I would not be rolling cameras on yeah. that. But just talk me through how you guys actually spar because it looks almost synchronized. It's almost as though okay, you're testing me, I'm going to test you back. Almost like, almost like, you know what it reminded, reminded me of? It was almost like sword fighting. There was the parries, there was, it was just balletic. <laughs> I don't know, I mean... Um, you get my dictionary first to work out what balletic means. <laughs> I mean, when you're when you sparring somebody at that caliber, such as um, Michael, I don't know, your brain has to enter. Oh, the only thing the only thing I could say is your brain has to enter the matrix, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Listen, by the time you finish sparring this guy, you you, you can't do any mental work anymore because your brain is just exhausted, like fully exhausted. And obviously you got to have the physical fitness to, to match up with it. It's, it's I, I can't explain because there's things that, that happens in there. We, even I couldn't replicate in training. So we're just in that spur on the moment. It feels like the world stands still. And just, I don't know, I just, words can't, can't, can't describe this. It's just like entering the matrix, basically. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so you're in that matrix. How easy or how hard is it to, to make sure that you don't hurt each other? Because you know, with sparring, there's always a bit of ego with some people. You guys are a bit more professional, obviously. But yeah, talk, talk about that if you can. Um, it, it, it's sparring. Sparring is never, is never easy, especially at that caliber. Mm. So 
make no mistake, although it looks um, like it's choreographed or, or, or planned out, you make a mistake, you're in trouble. You know? Yeah, exactly. You make a mistake, you're in trouble. You know? So, you know, it's it's not hard not to hurt. Um, it's not hard to hurt somebody, mm. and it's not hard not to hurt somebody. In kind of, if, if you could, kind of like, it's almost like a dilemma. Mm. So, you know, you just have to stay focused in there, man. But you make no mistake. You make mistake in there. <laughs> Forget it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right. So you're getting prepared now for um, July the sixteenth, right? Yes. Glasgow, um, recently signed. So you signed the contract and everything. Yeah. For the fight, um, fighting Charlie Ward. Yep. Is that correct? Do you know much about him apart from um, the obvious Conor McGregor? Blah blah blah. Ah, at first I didn't even know um, he was Conor McGregor's friend. <laughs> I just. Don't worry, you're not the only one. <laughs> Charlie Ward. I don't know. I don't really know nothing about him. From what he looks like, he seems like a tough guy, you know. And uh, based on what happened in his last fight so he, he might come back more hungry more more of a hungry bull this time you know red eyes and you know coming really coming to put some work in so um I, I, if if i really want to get to the bottom of this you know when i'm thinking about training for this guy i'm not even thinking about person you know? i'm thinking i'm fighting a superhuman right there you know somebody who could punch through walls as fast as lightning so i'm calibrating my body to that specification anyhow the fight on the fight now he doesn't you know step up to that level you know he's gonna be in trouble so i'm looking i'm not i'm not fighting a human being you know i'm, I'm gonna fight a superhuman and that's what i'm training for just to fill in a few blanks he has one of the meanest tattoo sleeves i've ever seen in my life this is not a sleeve which is kind of like intricate this is like a black sleeve basically this is like <laughs> kind of a hand kind of you know which he does most of his business with. But one of the things that kind of struck me about um, Charlie Ward, not only is he SBC, eh, no, sorry, SB, SBG trained, but he's basically um, come to the UFC, um, you know, let's not make no bones about it because he's connected with Conor McGregor. Uh -huh. Now, a lot of people could actually throw the same uh, criticism out to you as though, you know, how is it that um, with your records, looking at both you and Charlie Ward, how is it that you are in a position that you are now to be in the UFC? I thought this is, I'm just paraphrasing some of the people that I've seen on Twitter, some of the people who I've seen on Facebook actually commenting about this. How is it that this is supposedly the ultimate fighting championships, but we have someone with your record, with DQs on it, and someone with Charlie's record, um, now, how is it that you are in this position? Um, asking asking that question, how and you know, I couldn't give you an answer to that. You know, it could have been anybody. You know, like I said, it's, it's the universe. The universe. I really, I truly, I truly believe that the universe chooses. The universe chooses. The universe, you know, plans things and does things according to its own plan. You know, that's just what I believe. I just believe that. The universe has chose me for this uh, to play this role, and I'm just going to play to my best abilities. That's the only way I could explain it. I mean, the thing is about it as well is that um, UFC does do, um, you know, the Ultimate Fighter, the tough seasons, which usually has fighters with similar records as, as both of you. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd say more you than Charlie. I don't know if there's like two and O guys or whatever. Maybe for the ladies, but um, because of that, I think. You know, there, there there is reason to say that okay, yeah, it's called the Ultimate Fighting Championship, but it's not really the caliber anymore that it used to be in terms of every single fighter. 
you know. But obviously with you, with yourself, they've probably seen something that makes sense. And I also feel like um, there might be something to do with um, Mickey Gall. Mickey uh, Gall. Do you know Mickey no, Gall? I don't even know him. I don't even know him. Yeah, that's probably... But, uh, I think I, he's about four and zero. Basically, he got he got, and it, and that's another reason why I say that as well is that um, Dana White looking for a fight. Some of the guys they've signed from that have been have similar records to what you've got, but it's just because they've had a good following from their region or their. I think in your case, you're an exciting looking fighter. It's, yeah. it's 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 you're bringing something to the cage that not many other people are bringing. So uh, apart from yourself, obviously you got MVP doing what he does. Um, then you got Yair Rodriguez, another guy that's very flamboyant with the movement. You got Mark, Mark, uh, Mark, uh, the, the English boy, Mark. Oh, um, Ducasey, yeah, 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 Mark Ducasey as well. Another yeah, guy, yeah. yeah, very flamboyant. It looks good, and it, it doesn't just look like you're there dancing. It looks like the art. shots are damaging, art, yeah. as well as it being an art. Uh -huh. um, so, do you think it's a good case that that might be who you who you'd probably face after a win? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I really, I'm not even trying to look past what's in front of me right now. You know, we we, we don't know. We don't know. I I really don't have a clue what's ahead after this. So I'm just focusing on the, the the one that's ahead of me. But yeah, I mean, if they put a fight like that for me, it's, it'll, it'll be great. It'll be great for for people to watch because you know it brings out the best of me too. Yeah. I was intrigued when you were talking about the universe and what it's got planned for you and it kind of made me want to ask whether this is a philosophy that you kind of subscribe to i.e. The, the secret or the law of attraction yes. is this something that you are, is deeply steeped in how you actually organise your life? Um, yeah, to an extent because um, I'm a, I might not appear to be but I'm a very spiritual guy so I do meditations and, and things like that so I do try to understand, you know, the mechanics behind the the physical universe and things like that. And I, you know, studying as much as I could, and that's the only conclusion I could come, you know, come to. And how, you know, just for the uninitiated, I'm not too um, clued up on this myself. But how does it work? Is it sort of like a daily mantra? Is it a chant? Is it a thought that you just let go and that's it? How does the law of attraction? In relation to how the fighters use it, how does it work? Um, law of attraction can it, 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 it can be applied in a much broader sense than just fighting. Okay, so let's just say um, collectively, um, how does it work? Okay, it's just um, is that what you ask me? How does it work? Mm. Um, okay, I'll give you guys a secret. The universe does not understand words. It doesn't understand pictures too much, but it understands emotions. You know, so. If you could feel something, if you need something, you feel it inside, okay? And it could be strong enough, your emotion, your will could be strong enough. It will manifest itself. Eventually it would. Yeah, that's pretty deep because you were talking about when you came here mm -hmm. and, you know, you said... I followed that same yeah, feeling. Yes. Exactly. So the spidey senses, that's what you meant. It was like mm -hmm. the universe was saying to you, this is the this place. Is, this is, you yeah. felt comfortable yes. already as soon as you stepped in. Yes. I mean, even, even um, for, the, for the fight, you know, I sat down and I, and I, you know, I just asked the universe. I said, um, you know, if I'm going to get up and train, give me a good reason. And that's it. And that was my, that was, that wow. was, and then that was my answer. Wow, that's crazy, man. So yeah. it feels like everything's happening the way it's supposed to happen it and does. for the reasons it's, it's it supposed does, to happen. It, it does, it does, it does. I mean, you know, just before that happened, 
I met a new girlfriend who turns out to be one of the most supportive girl I've ever met. Serious. Food is always ready. Everything's always ready. I couldn't have, I couldn't train like this if that if, that wow. that foundation wasn't, you know, yeah. wasn't there. So that happened, and then it just perfect. Everything just happened perfect, you know. So do you um, visualize what you want to have? Like, uh, have you got a, a goal? Obviously, not an end goal because I, I don't believe there's ever an end goal. You know, you never know when things are going to end. Yeah. But it, it, have you always felt like okay, eventually I'm going to be on the big stage? It's going to happen either way, and that's why you're so comfortable with it, or? I know I don't want to sound cocky, but it felt it felt that way since I was a child, to be honest. <laughs> since I was a kid, yeah. say that again. Sorry. It felt that way since I was a child, to be honest. Wow. That um. That I I I would I, I would be in a, I don't know one way or another, I'll be I'll be in a in a in a big stage or something like that. Did you ever watch UFC as a kid or blood sport? What were you yeah, I into? Used watch, I used as to a watch kid? blood sport, all these ninja movies. They come. Really. Yeah. Yeah, the kung fu movies mainly, and they they sort of inspired you to 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 try something out like that. Yeah, yeah. Because I always wonder, you know, when people, especially my martial artists like yourself, when you when you start, you're doing, you know, you're training in just one style. So that that was Magendo, and then when is the point when you're like, okay, do you know what? Maybe I should try this um, mixed martial arts thing. Like, it's, it looks like something I could I'm capable of doing. Is the thirst to learn, the thirst to to um, develop the humbleness, knowing that you're not complete, that there's always more out there to learn, mm. you know, and that's what drives us, drives me anyway. You know, there are people out there who thinks, you know, I've learned this, okay, now, now I know everything, you know. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm different. I always think there's more to learn, so you learn, and then, then after that, you know, it's, it's like every new knowledge or information is like a new toy. And you, yeah. every new tech is a new toy. You learn it, and you're exciting like a kid, and you want to implement it. So being here at, show, at London Street Fighters, when you got here, in terms of what you, you, you know, how much you've learned, what percentage would you say you were at out of 100, oh and how much God. do you think you've gained since this, being here? This is gonna sound so weird. I come to London Street Fighter, which is the MMA-based um, gym. Yeah, but my stand-up. Is actually a lot better mm, because of it. Because of it, I mean the coaches here are geniuses. It's Definitely. it's it's amazing how much they know. Sometimes you're trying your own move, and they just understand the mechanics. Say, okay, just twist your hips slightly more this way, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then yeah. suddenly, and you just look you go, at the coach oh, and you think, you just look at the coach and think, hey, this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just didn't know what I'm trying to do. Yeah, this is exactly amazing. It's it, right, yeah. yeah. I mean. Big improvement, big, big, big improvement. I mean, the, the record speaks for itself in this gym, you know. Mm. I think last year they must have had about 63, no, 64 fights, 63 wins. Oh, that's crazy, man. So um, the level here yeah. is no joke. It's so, definitely no joke. So at the moment, you're the only UFC guy, right? You're the only UFC no, no, guy no, no, from no, Street no. Fighters? Or? No, 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 no. We got, we got, um, we got Jimmy. Jimmy uh, Warhead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got yeah, Jimmy yeah. Warhead. Yeah, so far I know we got Jimmy. We had a we, we, we've had a couple of few. Couple yeah, of few, I know yeah. before, but now it seemed like there were less. But yeah, I forgot about Jimmy as well. Um, so yeah, well, what I was gonna ask is, does it feel that you know, I, I know what the answer is gonna be, but is that much pressure on you to sort of represent the gym? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, but pressure comes naturally anyway. You know, before competition, you know, just you 
you know, saying, oh, am I going to... You, you know, we know we all, we all have little demons in our head, you know. So that's not normal, but, you know, you try not to let it pull you down. But in terms of pressure, pressure from the gym, no, 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 no. I feel very relaxed. My coaches are like, do you, but do you properly, <laughs> you know. So it's perfect, yeah. Now, just before we wrap up, just one thing which is kind of like the elephant in the room which we've not addressed, and that is... Michael Page is coming towards the end of his Bellator contract. Now, considering that for most fighters, they actually want to get to the UFC, I see Michael Page being in the UFC before long. Let's just imagine two welterweights. Mm -hmm. One called Michael Page, the other is Galore Bufando. (laughs) Would they ever clash inside the octagon? This guy, man, he's such a shit I mean, story, man. Me, I, 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 I kind of have this thing that um, that as, as long as we're teammates, it will never happen. You know, as long as we're teammates, for me, it, it wouldn't happen. And besides, you know, my weight class, I've, I've, I've actually realised now, because right now I'm, I'm walking around, I'm actually a lot smaller than I thought I was. So we're, we're, we're probably looking to go... Have you, have you, you've seen the difference in, in height yeah, and size yeah. between me and Paige. I'm, I'm actually a smaller person, so my weight is not showing that I'm actually maybe a lightweight fighter instead of a instead of a welterweight. Especially in UFC, you know. Yeah. Which leads me on because I was waiting for you to say that because <laughs> I was looking at you two sparring. I was thinking, you know what? Yeah, Paige is clearly a little bigger bigger guy, but I would love to see you face Mark Diacasey. Mm-hmm. Is Mark Casey someone who you think, in terms of stylistic matchup, that is someone that you'd like to face, obviously, at a lower weight class? Because he's lightweight, and uh, you would effectively be lightweight yeah. as well. Yeah, Mark, he's good. He's a good fighter. He's definitely a good fighter. He get, he got he gets me excited. So, um, I mean, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. But I don't think he's anywhere as, as good as Paige. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm not used to but. My, my 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 database can process that kind of level. You got to give him his props, though. He's come on he's very like good. leaps very, and bounds, and look at him good. now. He's absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, this guy is like sheer class and still unbeaten. Mm-hmm. Um, just seeing you two in terms of matchups, so that is something that I would love to yeah, see. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good. It'll be good. If I get down to that weight, yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah, just for the record, I'm not into this black on black crime that Mike's <laughs> always pushing out there. UK on UK crime, whatever you want to call it, you know it's what I mean? Martial so, arts, it's martial arts. Yeah, I know, I know, but I just feel that there are so many other fighters you guys can face before, you know, and build up to that. Because imagine, you know, all things going well, you t- you two could easily be in a couple of years, easily be like a UK headline. Yeah, you true, know what I mean, true, like true. main event. So it'd be like, yeah, let's just beat up a couple people from over there, <laughs> a couple people from over there before we have to oh, face each. That's how I feel about it, anyway. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I mean, I still think, yes, it would definitely be an interesting fight. It'll be exciting. It'll be exciting. First things first, it's all about sending Charlie Ward to the ward. Send him to the ward, yes. You know, not in a bad way, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, man, we're really looking forward to see you in there. Um, And all the best, man, definitely for uh, this UFC. What is it? Fight Night 113, yeah, in Glasgow. Um, July 16th. Yeah, man. How can we find out more about you? Are you on the um, Twitter yet, or what? Have you yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm on. I'm on Twitter. So uh, my uh, global fando um, MMA. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, I'm on Facebook. Just um, supposed to be getting my fan page done 
soon anyway. So, <laughs> which I'll update that on my Facebook. Just follow me there. Check me on YouTube. My Instagram is coming up as well. Yeah. Um, I've been a bit low, so. Yeah, yeah. Now uh, you know. That, now they're gonna be. That, yes. Have they yeah. been on your case already? Like, yo, you need to do this so, and do so that. I'm, I'm the kind of who likes to keep a low profile. Yeah. Sometimes train in the dark when nobody sees them, just come out monster. Right? Yeah. Now it's time to you know show things a bit more. You know, get acquainted with the public a bit more. So yeah. All, the, all, all that's on the way anyway. So how are you finding that at the moment? Because obviously now your name, you know, of recent people been googling your name a lot more yeah. as it's been announced. I mean, it's. Of course, now it's bigger because it's UFC. I mean, yeah. the, time, the, t the time when I had a knockout with uh, Wendell Lewis, mm -hmm. it kind of had the same. Shut up, prob yeah. Probably a little bit more. More, yeah, know, yeah. Within a, so I'm used to that. But this one, I think, um, like the views, you know, it's more international. So mm. I have to get out there a bit more on this yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. And I heard that the UFC brass are quite, they're on the fighters' case as well to, to kind of be out there and you know, tweeting and Instagramming yeah. and whatnot, right? No, I mean, I haven't had no pressure from them. Not yet. But for me, I, f I feel it's good. It's good. It's good. Plus, I like to inspire kids anyway, so. Oh, that's wicked. Yeah, so I would love to put my stuff out there, you know, inspire them and, you know, hope for them as well. If, if they get out of the streets and start training, maybe they'll end up there as well, you know? Yeah, I, I think you're one guy that should definitely do, you know, little tutorial videos in terms of, the style of kicks and yeah. you know, foot, I, I, I watched uh, you were hitting the bag. There was some bag work you were doing, and then they, they kept cutting to your footwork. And I was just like, "What? I've never seen that before." You know, and it was just all punches and whatnot. Mm. Did that take a while to develop that? Yes, 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 yes. Just practice makes perfect. Practice, practice, practice. That's like Chris Eubank Senior says. You know, you have to be obsessed. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, my girlfriend's like, "Babe, why aren't you sleeping? It's like one o'clock at night." I said, "Babe." I can't sleep till I get his technique right, man. <laughs> <laughs> this dude, man. Oh, man. Yo, you're my hero right now, boy. Yo, thank you very much, man. This has been Worldcast, episode 98. You know what I mean? Myself, my Stiggy, alongside my co-host. Michael Morgan. I have to say, it's been an absolute pleasure. And again, having watched your first fight and seeing you now in the UFC, I'm proud of you, my brother. I'm really you, proud of you. you. Thank you. Definitely, man. And good luck with the fight as well. Good luck with the future. And yes. I, I think you know exactly what the universe has got for you, yes, man. Yes, yes. So. And uh, it would be good if, you know, all the guys, all the, in, you know, people who supported me, even if they supported me, just send me some positive energy. Definitely. You know, all that helps. So. Wicked, man. Let's, well, I'll see you guys in um, July 16th, all right? Yeah, man. Uh, Global Fando, UFC signee, bitches and bitchettes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have to say, Seeing Galore like, you know, stride off into the sunset now, knowing that we're going to see him, you know, enter the octagon in July is absolutely incredible to see. Absolutely incredible. Definitely, man. Like, he's a very blessed, uh, I felt the aura. And um, it's interesting, you know, he's, when I watched the, his fights, he did kind of remind me of, um, of an Emmanuel Newton. Mm. Do you remember Emmanuel Newton yeah, from yeah. Um, Bellator? He, yeah. he used to be the 205 champ. Yep. And... He used to talk similar about the universe stuff. And people was like, oh, this guy's a bit weird. Yeah. His stuff was a bit, it did seem a bit more out there. But then sitting down with somebody um, like Galore and then him breaking down like exactly how he felt about that. Mm. It, you know, I, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm mad spiritual, but it did make me understand it a lot more. 
And um, I believe in, you know, that whole sort of law of attraction and the secret and that kind of stuff. There does a lot more to, now speaking to him. Yeah, there does seem to be a recurring theme in terms of fighters and the law of attraction. Yeah. They may not call it the law of attraction, but there is sort of um, this kind of like notion out there that if you will it into existence yeah. by just very fact that you were being that way inclined mentally exactly it actually happens i think and it's what they like what they say about positive only creates more positive mm, mm. when you when you drive if i drive around pissed off more than likely there's going to be some other drivers that piss me off on the way there you go so you know i try my best to say hey how you doing mm. turn up um you know the happiest music i could think of uh which is my own <laughs> joke, joke. <laughs> anyway Moving on, I just want to do a quick review on um, one of the beers I really enjoyed from Beer 52. Shout out to the Beer 52 HQ. Do remember, we are sponsored by Beer 52. And if you want to get yourself £10 off, uh, how many sites? They get like eight? Is it eight beers they get? Or 14, sorry. No, they get eight beers. You get eight beers. You get £10 off. That's by it. using the code WOTV10, yep. by visiting WOTV, clicking on any of the banner links, any of the links by the side, anywhere where you see Bear 52, just click on that and uh, we'll take care of you. Exactly. I'm going to be cheeky and just review, to give you a quick rundown of my favourite. This is probably my favourite beer of mm. the lot, um, just because I'm more into sort of white beers, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Ain't yeah. no racist thing about me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> give me some white beer. I drive in between them white lines. <laughs> That vein vanilla flavor is white flavor. No, I'm just, <laughs> I really enjoyed the Bombay Dazzler. Yeehaw. I'm telling you, man. The Bombay Dazzler was nice. Um, very smooth. It's a white beer with a fruity hops. You know what I mean? It had a nice fruity taste to it. Uh, you know what I mean? It's, it's In the sun, you can definitely enjoy it. What's the percentage um, of it alcohol? Wasn't too, sorry? Percentage of alcohol in that? Uh, see, you're trying to test me there, Mike. I, I wasn't really looking at the percentage because either way, I just want to make sure I get drunk, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Percentage don't matter, but I think it was about in the six or sevens, is somewhere like that. Okay, there. okay, so drink responsibly, um, yeah. Drink it responsibly. wasn't too gassy, which is always a good thing, you know what I mean? Especially when you've got a girl in front of you and you're mm. drinking, <laughs> you don't need all of that. Um, it had a nice fizz on the edge of the tongue, you know what I mean? So, uh, you know, sometimes you get that fizz and it's like the whole. Your whole mouth is all fluffing up. You don't want up. that. You don't yeah, want I don't necessarily. I know look. some people like that, but the me, fluffy dog look. I prefer it. not too flat. Mm. So you're thinking like, right, is there something wrong with this? But more so, just that nice little fizz mm. pick, pick, picks you up. So yeah, shouts out to the Bombay Dazzler. We'll give you some more reviews in other world cars, mother lovers. <laughs> right. Speaking of reviews, I think it will be only right, seeing as though we've got a massive card coming up in yep. UFC 211, mm-hmm. basically to do our uh, pre-fight reviews. But let's just pick out some of the notables because um, there are, you know, I have to say in terms of we are now in May and this for me is an incredibly stacked card. Yes, I know that term Crazy is banded stacks. around. It's banded around incredibly, uh, well, incredibly well, but you know, if you look at the card, we're looking at Eddie Alvarez versus Dustin Poirier, Hugo Cejudo versus Sergio Pettis. You're looking at Frankie Edgar versus Yaya Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. You're looking at Damien Meyer versus Jorge Masvidal. You know, Crazy. I mean, and then and then, Joanna Janjacic versus <laughs> Jessica Andrade. I have to say, now, in terms of the fights. Obviously, I'm looking forward to the uh, Stipe Miocic and uh, Junior DeSantos. I'm looking yeah, forward to that. Part. But for me, my standout fight has to be, I mean, undoubtedly, Joanna Janjacic versus Jessica Andrade. Mm. Jessica Andrade, I have to say, I've been following since she fought... Um, she fought... Oh God, what's what, her name? first... Um... Yeah, it was in Manchester against, against, against... 
Rosie, Rosie Sexton. Now, oh, yeah. this was the oh, fight man. where Rosie, I have to say, her will to succeed, her will to survive, her will to win was severely tested in that fight. And I'm pleased that her corner didn't actually throw in the towel because she hung in there while she was getting lit up severely. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. You know, that was a painful watch. It was a painful watch, but it gave you like a really good lesson in human resilience, yeah. human spirit, indomitable spirit as well, because that kind of underpinned her whole kind of like approach to that fight. Mm. So Jessica Andrade, you know, I've been following since then. And her facing Joanna Jundjejic, I think, strike for strike she can hang in there with you know obviously the best and yeah. hence the reason why she can bang title she shot. can bang severely yeah severely so That's, that for me is, is a fight that I'm, I, I'm surely looking forward to yeah definitely uh, it's a hard one for me to pick like between I think though it's going to be between um, in terms of one to watch you know I always like to let people know you know what I mean don't overlook these fighters because just because you don't know their names or whatever but um, one that I really want people to check for is Christoph Jotko mm. versus um, brand new signee who was a two two weight champion. He was a middleweight and um, yeah, he was middleweight and light heavyweight champion right. for um, WSOF. Mm. He goes by the name of David Branch, and this is his first fight back in the UFC. I believe oh, okay. he was in the UFC before. Right. Um, and the thing is, you know, I like Jotko not just because he's a break dancer. <laughs> <laughs> But also, he's got an interesting style, you know, um, and he fights out of Poland, man. I, you know, I've got love for the Polish. Um, so I think it's going to be interesting to see how he matches up against Branch, who has really, you know, he's kind of shown that he's a UFC caliber fighter, especially over the last few um, in World Series of Fighting. When you say he's a breakdancer, are we talking Mark Diakese level of breakdancing? Is he on that level? Bro, he, I mean, yeah, he, he's, he does a few backspins and all that, you know? Yeah? Yeah, and you can always tell by the way they, they get down. Like, um, uh, Mike Perry did it recently. You know, you could tell that, okay, this guy knows his breakdancing. Yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. just dropping to the floor. He's placing his hands in the right position. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, for me, you know, it's always interesting seeing that, being that I'm a hip-hop head. Um, and also another one I think people should definitely uh, watch is obviously Frankie Edgar versus Yair Rodriguez. Massive um, fight. You know, we spoke a little bit about Yair before. Mm. Uh, very unorthodox style indeed. And it's going to be interesting to see how Frankie um, deals with, all, you know, the legs flying everywhere and whether he can nullify it with his wrestling or, his, or whether he's going to use his, his boxing or whatnot. Um, so that's another fight to watch. But let's try and break down who we think is going to win. Uh, you know, in this upcoming 211. Right, so first, should we start from the bottom? I think, is it Eddie Alvarez and Dustin Poirier kicking it off, or are they on. No, 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 they're actually on the headline in the, the last, card, right? Yeah, the, the, the last. Uh, so it's going to be Henry Cejudo versus Sergio Pettis. Mm -hmm. um, Henry's uh, 10 and 1. He just recently, his last loss was to Demetrius Johnson, I believe. Yeah. And then um, Sergio Pettis has been soaring up high. I believe with this one, I think Henry's. Um, wrestling is probably gonna um, nullify like Sergio's movement and whatnot. I, I know obviously Demetrius Johnson has kind of given us a bit of a blueprint on how to, to deal with that but I, I feel like um, the Pettis brothers always struggle a bit with wrestling and um, I, don't, I can't see in this being too much different. Henry Sahudo I'm going with for the yeah? exact same reason. Okay. Um, Yaya Rodriguez versus Frankie Edgar. This is a really hard one to, to pick because obviously Hard? Yeah, because I just feel like Yaya is so is so unorthodox. He can come from somewhere and and clip Frankie. You know, 
them, some of them flips that he does and then lands with the axe kick or, mm. you know what I mean? Mm. I just feel like there's a possibility. And, and the thing about Frankie is that he has been hit quite a lot and we know that it catches up with people. Yeah. Um, I feel because of the experience that he's got, Frankie should take this one. Absolutely. But, you know, I wouldn't put it past Yaya just pulling out another crazy win from nowhere do you know what I mean but I, I'm going to lean towards Frankie just because I think he's got a bit more experience in there regardless of you know the dang eight-legged eight man <laughs> in the cage so to speak I'm going to put a mad prediction out there I'm going with Frankie Edgar second round KO serious yes wow yeah see I think remember Frankie's, I said that yeah alright I think Frankie's going to pull the decision but mm. you remember you've recorded this now and this is out on, <laughs> you know what I mean, in the share waves. So, uh, okay, so Damien Meyer versus Jorge Masvidal. I'm going with Masvidal. Masvidal is on a tear right now. Mm. Now, the way that I look at this, Jorge is taking on all comers. And if I remember specifically, he said, look, come one, come all. Jorge has basically got his eye on the prize. He's going for that belt. I'm mm. going with Jorge Masvidal. Who did he beat recently, Jorge? He just beat someone. Was it was that the Cowboy one? Cowboy Sereni. Yeah. And, and it was crazy. Like, he won in pretty in dominant fatic, fashion. Emphatic style, you know. Yeah. And I feel also the thing about this fight, which is really interesting, is that Damien Maya has kind of mastered getting on the inside and getting you to the ground. Mm -hmm. Like, he seems to be able to do that now in nearly every fight. Mm -hmm. I think there's only one or two... I can think of, of recent, when I say of recent, in the last sort of three, four years, it might have been, was it with against Rory McDonald, where he was struggling to get in there? Okay. And so I feel Jorge has, he has like a, a slight blueprint on how to keep this guy away from him. Okay. Um, hit him with the jab. Yep. And obviously, the whole thing is like being being able to be calm if you do get caught, or also um, take down defense, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna copy you and go for Jorge Masvidal, and I believe that it could possibly be a knockout mm. in this one as well. Um, so we move up now to um, Jessica Andrade versus Joanna Genjacek. Mm -hmm. This is for the um, strawweight title. Man, uh, you know this one's really hard because as much as Joanna has got, you know, she punches like you remember Chan Lee in Street Fighter, mm, mm. That, that kick she had, ja, 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 ja. Yeah. she punches like that. Yeah. You know, like where you're seeing like a 10 combo strike and everything hitting. But I feel like Jessica, who goes by the name of the Pitbull, mm. she takes licks like a Pitbull. Yeah. You know and can me? match her on that work rate. And that's just a thing. Yeah. That's why her fight with Rosie Sexton was so memorable because the work rate was just far outstripping her mm. opponent, just wearing her down. But I'm still going with Joanna and JJ. Yeah, I, I feel like as much as um, what Jessica has got, she's got uh, she can take a punch as well as the fact that she's got the ground game. Mm -hmm. But I feel like Joanna, you know, especially being at AT and T now, mm -hmm. she she's probably ready for all of that and can keep her on the outside. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So um, Joanna's um, taller fighter, so I'm sure she's got a bit more range as well. And because of that, she'd be able to keep her on the outside. Mm -hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'll go for the champ and, you know, I, I'm really looking forward to that fight. Now, this one's going to be a hard one to pick because... Boy, hard? Anyway. I, I, look, I watched the, I watched the, um, the first match yesterday mm. and, um, well, I re-watched it yesterday. And it was so close, man. I, didn't, I forgot how close it was mm -hmm. that it could have kind of gone either way. I think Junior Dos Santos did slightly edge it, you know what I mean? But in terms of the striking... 
they weren't too far apart, you know? Okay. I, I feel the only difference is now that Junior Dos Santos is probably, he seems to have focused more on his boxing, like what we saw with Ben Rothwell. Yeah. You know, he was definitely working it a lot better from the outside. And so I feel because of that, and also the fact that he's been so hungry for this title, mm. you know, I won my belch back, all that kind of talk, I, I feel like he could edge it. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Junior Dos Santos, uh, probably by decision, more so than knockout. I would beg to differ. I... For some reason, I, I'm I'm looking at the Santos now and just looking at his chin and thinking, I don't really think he can take it. Stipe is coming in there with some serious power. I see this being over really, really quickly. I, I'm going with an early knockout again by Stipe Miocic. Wow, early knockout. Early knockout. Damn. You right. heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here you first. Heard it here you first. know what I mean? Mm. We'll see what happens, man. Indeed. Listen, indeed. it's been another great episode, brother. <laughs> It's always a pleasure, as never always. a burden. I must say, this week's uh, episode, as always, seems to surpass the last, yes, <laughs> last episode. That's what we do here, man. And now we know a bit more about the universe, man. Shout out to Galore um, Bafando for teaching us a bit more. I think only positive things can happen now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go mm-hmm. out there with a positive vibe and hopefully the law of attraction means a whole bunch of positive shit comes my way like some more beer 52s a whole load of money and some bitches <laughs> <laughs> sorry my wife's listening i'm lying you see uh, me being uh, a happily uh, happily uh, taken care of man uh, i don't really need those uh, those 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 luxuries that you speak of which uh, a apart man of your stature uh, apart from beer 52 yeah. so yeah bring some more beer 52 towards me what well, i have to say the uh, winning lottery numbers wouldn't go amiss either Hey, hey, count me in, bro. 10%, yeah. I remember, I'm reminding you about this, so 10% of whatever you mean. <laughs> Until next time, slogan. make some trouble. Peace.